0: Actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, eighteen plus.
2: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode eighty four of Take About. I'm your host, Eli Tokash, and this week as promised, we have a very special guest who is really the bedrock of Broadway right now, and he is currently a swing in Dear van Hansen. If you haven't uh, read the title yet, we have Matteo Liscano on the show today, and he talks about all things Dear van Hansen, and he was a... Uh, 2021 Jimmy Award finalist, and he and I have done a couple of shows together and we talk all about it, so um, this is a really special episode for a lot of reasons, so I'm excited for you all to listen, Uh, but before we get to that, as always, let's talk about the news. Um, There hasn't been too much news this week. A lot of the news lately has just been all about the cancellations with COVID and uh, all of the special new kind of things that Broadway has to, um, kind of overcome, and the obstacles that are being faced right now are kind of the major parts, uh, but we do have a few things to talk about, so, um, I guess I'll start it off in talking about The Music Man. There have been a couple big storylines out of there, um, so, I jinxed them last week because I said that they were, like, one of the only shows that haven't canceled a performance just because of how new it is. And, of course, this week they've had two separate cancellations. Um, one was for two days, Christmas and the day after Christmas. And now that has been released that um, they, <laughs> Hugh Jackman has tested positive, and therefore they're canceling shows through through the first of the month. Um, so they have a few shows off now, and uh, they will be picking up on sunday january second and uh, another The other storyline that came out of Music Man was that Hugh Jackman paid a tribute to all of the swings and understudies and standbys uh, in music man, and that was really, really special if anyone. Follows us on social media and follows me on social media. I posted it on both. Um, that it, it, Not many shows. I mean, I don't actually know because I didn't get to see any shows. Um, of the the published, I guess, like of the audience members that were sharing their bowels and everything like that and kind of um, speaking out on the whole swings and understudies things, Um, This was one of the major um, tributes that actually happened this week, Um, and I just thought that Hugh Jackman doing so um, made it even more major because of just, you know, he's Hugh Jackman, and uh, he really went out of his way to stop the curtain call and kind of give a little tribute to all of the swings and understudies and standbys and just applaud them for all the work that they do and how hard they've worked to keep the show running. Um, I thought it was really special. Of I haven't seen many shows do that. Um, once again, I can't, like, confirm that. I'm just saying, like, of what people posted, that's, like, one of the only shows that I've actually seen that someone has kind of come out and talked um, s- s- at length about uh, the swings and understudies at the curtain call. And I thought it was just really special and a really, um, professional move by, by Hugh Jackman and just very honorable. Um, and I think that that's why he has been so successful in everything just because he, he continues to, to, you know, do what's right and stand up and applaud everyone else around him and, and keep himself, like he stays humble and, uh, you know, someone of like Hugh Jackman's you know, where he is in, in his career, you know, he te- ne- doesn't necessarily have to go out and do that, but the fact that he did just shows his character, and I think it's just really special, so shout out to Hugh Jackman, uh, in doing that, and, um, I, I can't wait to go see Music Man, because they were saying, like, all of their swings are on, um, and and a, a former guest of Take A Valid, Ryan Worsing, was actually one that he shouted out because he's currently a swing and dance captain over at the Music Man. Uh, so he's doing a bunch of roles and a bunch of different things for Music Man right now. So shout out to him as well. Um, and yeah, I, I just can't wait because they say that like there's swings on over there like every day and it makes sense because it's just such a big cast that whether it is COVID or not, like... There's you're bound to see a, a swing or understudy or someone on. So shout out to Music Man and all of that. Um, I think that should be a, a really fun show to go see. And uh, the other news that uh, has happened in the Broadway, obviously um, last week we talked about a couple of shows that had to close down very abruptly due to this whole Omicron variant and the cancellation of shows and everything like that. There actually have been a couple more shows that have been affected this way. And I'm so sad to report that both Waitress and Thoughts of a Colored Man both shut down abruptly uh, due to a outbreak. Um, And I say abruptly, I mean they canceled a couple shows and then they just said, we're not coming back. And that's what I mean by abruptly, because there is also another show, which is Ain't Too Proud that uh actually had a little bit of an outbreak and they canceled a couple of shows and then they announced uh during their their shutdown that they were going to be closing on January 16th um so very sad news. I'm a huge, huge fan of Waitress and Ain't Too Proud. I know I talked a lot about it uh, with Sierra Renee joining it because she was a guest on Take A Bell. I had Jawan Jackson from Ain't Too Proud on um, and talked about how much I love that show. Um, so, Really, really sad news. Uh, you do have time to go see Ain't Too Proud before it officially closes, which is a good thing. At least we get a little bit of notice. It, hopefully, you all got the chance to see Waitress and Thoughts of a Colored Man. I, unfortunately, did not get the opportunity to see Thoughts of a Colored Man before it closed, and I'm so bummed about it. I feel like there's no, like, harder feeling than, like, seeing not seeing a show that you wanted to see, and it kind of puts things in perspective that, like, you know, you just never know, especially in this current state, that it's just like, if you want to go see a show, go see it, because you don't know if you're going to get the chance to, to see it again. And there are still plenty of shows that you can see throughout the holidays if you are visiting New York uh, around New Year's. And I mean, Christmas is past, but if you are visiting New York, um, you know, after New Year's or, or for New Year's or whatever it may be, um, I definitely recommend, like, especially like, if you like theater, which I'm sure you do because you're listening to this right now, like definitely go make it a point to at least see it one show because you really don't know if you're going to be able to see that show again or a, a show period. Um, so I definitely recommend it and. I think that there are plenty of shows on Broadway right now that uh, that there's such a large variety of stars, of stories, of anything. So I really fi- feel like you can find something that you can, you can enjoy um, right now on Broadway. So I definitely recommend if you make a trip to New York to definitely go see a show and support the arts and theater and everything like that um, because you just never know. And I feel like that, like literally living in New York, so... You know, if you're not in New York, just try to at least, if you're just visiting, try at least go see a show. Because why not? So that's all the news that I have for you all today. Um, But before we turn it over to Mateo, let's talk about the Drama Dictionary. We're bringing it back this week. Um, We have, because of all of these shows that are um, closing, I wanted to talk about the Drama Dictionary word, strike. Strike. And you may say, like, what's a strike? Is it like a bowling reference? No, 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 no. Um, Strike is the removal of like a stage and all the equipment and all the props and all the lights, costumes, all of that from the stage area so everything that is on the stage all the, the whole set and everything it's like the packing up of that and it's the actors coming in to clean out their dressing rooms so when a show sh- shuts down it has to have a day or two of striking and um it, they literally have to empty out the whole theater the next production to to come in and set up shop and do get ready for their uh, their show and their production that they're about to put on. So that's all I have for you all this week. So let's turn it over to Matteo Liscano. Matteo Liscano, curtain up. This week, we have a current star of Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway. This guy is in the small category that I consider to be the future of Broadway. And I've said so since I met him while we were doing Sister Act together at Broadway Workshop. So it's no surprise to me. Um, We are talking this week to a 2021 Jimmy Award finalist and an up-and-coming songwriter as he just released a brand new song called Turn Back Time, available on all music platforms. So everyone, welcome to Take a Bow, Mateo Liscano.
3: Oh my God. Dude, that was so nice. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. Of course. That's literally like my favorite part. I just get to like brag about my friends. (laughs) You know, I'm like, yes, this is the coolest person and here's why. Um, This is so much fun. I mean, like you have been nonstop. Like COVID has affected people and it's certainly affected you. But like this year you have just found ways to just continue to work and continue to do so many amazing things. I cannot wait to dive into all of these incredible things uh, that we have to talk about. But I like to start all my episodes in asking, what kind of got you into this whole entertainment thing? Like, not just like theater, but songwriting, storytelling, all of the things. What uh, kind of inspired you to get into this world?
3: Um. So I, I would say probably like, the very first thing um, was, I always say, like, my first love was, like, music. Um, okay. Music has always kind of, like, been very different to me. I tried a lot of sports when I was younger. Yeah. And nothing stuck. <laughs>
0: nothing stuck. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah,
3: nothing stuck at all. I played baseball for a little bit. That almost almost was a good thing oh but it was not sports just wasn't my thing um and my sister went to a performing arts high school um and my mom and my dad would drag me everywhere and you know I was forced to go all the time so um she had these cabarets like these because she was a Mm. a vocal major um and I just like fell in love with the music at these cabarets and I was like this is what I like like this is what I want to be doing um and that's where a lot of it stems from uh theaters uh songwriting songwriting came like a little bit more recently um but but my my love of music really came uh from from those cabarets and being forced to go and then i fell in love with theater because i would go to her musical theater shows and it all kind of just went from there and when i told my parents i wanted to do this as like a, a job they were like okay and I was like oh
2: oh good nice yeah I
3: was like great um so so yeah and and songwriting I really uh started to fall in love with over the pandemic um Mm. because you know I mean I've always wanted to to write songs and I've always wanted to like dabble in it but I just was never like I never felt confident enough to do it and I felt like I had the time to do it um right and over quarantine everyone had so much free time so so i was like all right let me give this a shot like let me let me try this out um so i you know i started writing and i had like the song "Turn back time actually um i had written like a the chorus like a year prior to it um and i was like let me go back to like some old stuff that i could probably tweak here and there and see if that can be something so i went into it and i took it and i made it into something that I didn't even know I could make it into like I didn't have any idea for that song to be what it is now Mm -hmm. um so it was the same like idea and and message but I didn't know how far I could take it right um so yeah that's that's what did it pandemic gave me free time and I was like let me try it out let me see what's if I can really do this and and I just started I found a new passion and I was like Mm -hmm. isn't this great I was like obviously like quarantine was like really rough and it was really, really hard. It was really difficult, but it was a songwriting was a big coping mechanism and it helped so much. Amazing. Um, and that's where my love for it comes from. You know, it's uh, it, yeah. it makes me feel, feel good. It makes me feel comfortable.
2: Wow. That's incredible. So like, then you took this song that has kind of been sitting on the shelf for a little bit and you kind of said that like, okay, I'm ready to like release it. Like, what is that kind of thought process? Yeah.
3: So I wrote the song. Um, uh, w- when I had written the song, I didn't really have any intention to record it. I kind of just, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, when I first wrote it, I was like, this is good. I was like, maybe I'll record it if I ever get the chance to, or if I ever, you know, um, have the time to do it. I was like, but let me just leave it. Um, cause I want, I was like, let me see what other songs I can write. Let me see if I can do right. an upbeat song. Let me see if I can do like a, like a musical theater-esque song. Um, and actually over the pandemic, I also started writing a musical with my friend. Uh, oh my so uh, that none of the music for that I don't think is uh, officially released. Um, but Got you. we submitted, sorry, this is going off a little bit. <laughs> Let me, yes. what would you like me to?
2: <laughs> no, continue um, because I think I know where this is going. Yeah, uh,
3: The we submitted a song to the American Theater Wing uh, musical theater songwriting yes. challenge. Um, we submitted a song called Birdie Lingo, um, and we didn't amazing. think that we would win, but we won because it's such an <laughs> obscure song. Um, okay, and that was like amazing. Um, yeah, that was really cool. But it's huge. But going back to to the original thing, um, the sure. uh, turn back time. I I wrote. You know, I, I wrote the, the entire musical. Um, I wrote uh, like a few more songs just to kind of like get my thoughts out on on a piece of paper chords and everything and um, a, like a I wouldn't not a full year but like some time went by and I um, over the summer I was like, I have a lot of, like, free time like I found myself with a lot of free time at at some point and I was like, right. I should just record this. I was like, let me just, I was like, let me just find a way to record this song and release it. And I was like, let me just, cause I was like, I want my music to be out there. I want to say that I like, I did this thing and I fully committed to it. Cause I want, I didn't want to just like leave my ideas half baked on like a piece of paper. Mm. Um, So I, uh, I was, you know, it's so hard to, especially during a pandemic and (laughs) during quarantine, it's so hard to like find ways to record all of your stuff. Totally. Um, but I came across, um, actually they, they commented on, um, me playing like the song on like a piano or something. And they were like, this is really good. Um, like Texas if, if you want. And I was like, okay. So I texted them and I kind of, you know, left them like on the back burner for a little bit. And then I came back to them when I was ready to record it. And I was like, all right, how do you do this? So it's this place called the online recording studio. Um, and they record, this is not, i not at all advertising them, but they're really great. They're really great though. Um, they record songs for artists. Um, and it's, it's really cheap because all you have to do is pay for the instruments. You don't have to pay for the actual, Uh, like production necessarily of the song. You just pay for the instruments and then they do everything. They mix it, they master it. Um, and they, yeah. And they record it for you. Um, and usually, uh, my the producer that they uh, matched me up with is in the uk um Mm. so i think they're producers from a lot of different places uh working with that company but but yeah they uh they matched me with with him Uh, his name is danny and he got my style automatically and he understood me so well and he was like okay let's get this started so we he recorded the track um he would send me back we went through like probably four drafts of it um okay and by the by, by the fourth draft, I was like, this is good to go. So I recorded the vocals, sent them in. He was like, okay, record harmonies. I sent the harmonies in. He was like, great. He edited it. You know, like, it's a whole entire, like, it's, it's a notes process. You know, there's so much, like, fine-tuning to do. But it was so great hearing, like, that last track and being like, yes. Yeah. Like, this is that's the this one. Is the one. Yeah. So that's what that whole entire process was like. It was very... um you know, it was, it was very, it was really nice to kind of see my song fully imagined, you know, because when I'm, totally. when I'm writing music, I hear the, the songs in my head. I hear how I want the, like what instruments I want. I'm not very like, I don't play an instrument necessarily. I, um when I write songs, I don't necessarily know chords on a piano. I just kind of play chords to get like play notes together. And I'm like, this sounds good. Let me figure out what this chord is and write it down. Right. Um. Amazing. So so, yeah, it was just, I don't know. Something something about it was just, it felt really good um, to get yeah. over there.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. dtw Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: That's so freaking cool. So what can we expect? Do we expect an album? Like, what, what's next? Like, do you want to continue to write? So
3: I do have... I am working on another song. Uh-oh! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working on another song with um, the same guy, Danny. Um, with the Great. same exact company. Um, oh my god! Nice. something that's really great about the company too is they don't take any of your like any of your rights to your song oh it's good. all completely yours um so that's why like i was like so confident i was like yeah let's do another one i was like of course let's do yeah. another one um and it's one of the songs i also had written um nice and i just have ready to go it's uh like about two thirds of the way done i would say the track is two thirds of the way done uh, and it's more upbeat this one. I wanted to kind of start with like, let me do like a ballad. Let me release that first, and then let me, then let me, you know, do an upbeat song and like see like if if that works. Like see how how that sure. how that kind of sounds. And um, I'm really excited for that one. Um, that one is about um, my love of music because um, I was like, oh cool, I was, like, let me let me like write a song about where this all starts from or where this all comes from. Uh, so so that's what that next song is about. And then I do have a third one that I hopefully plan to release eventually um (laughs) and eventually i want to i'm working on two other songs it's been a very long process working on those two other songs but eventually i want to release like a a five song ep um amazing that's the the plan that's that's what i hope for if these songs do well um sure and 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 i see that it's like it's really working then um then yeah and i mean i try my best to find time for for songwriting and stuff now it's a little bit more difficult um with Dear Evan Hansen and everything, but uh, whenever I can, I go full throttle into it and I just do it.
2: Amazing. Well, Mateo, I have to talk to you about Dear Evan Hansen. You just mentioned it. Um, You are currently the understudy, which, by the way, is the most important piece of a cast. The understudies and the swings. Just got to put that out there. Um, For all three lead teens, Connor, Jared, and Evan, this isn't, like, sane. Like, how does your brain, like, wrap
3: all of this around? Like, how do you comprehend each three, all three different characters? So, I haven't, I've only learned Connor so far. Okay. Um, they started me on on Connor. Um, I think I'm going to be moving to Jared um, some point soon, um, but it is insane. Um, I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't even like. I have not wrapped my head around it. <laughs> like, <laughs> does it feel real yet? No. Like, has
2: it like fully set in? No, not at all. No,
3: no, it.
2: I can't. Like, I remember. I feel like at Sister Act, you were like. I was like, "What's your dream role?" And I feel like you said like Dear Evan Hanson was like one of your dream shows that you wanted to be.
3: Yes. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I was like, when this happened, I was like, "This totally makes sense." I'm so excited! Like, this has to be like such a dream come true for you.
3: It it definitely is. Um, I mean, ever since I was little, like my my big dream was to like be on Broadway. <laughs> that was like mm. it's always uh what I wanted. Um, and to to reach that now and this early in my life was just like insane i don't like i i and i'm i i feel so blessed and so fortunate that i get this opportunity and that um i've had the support i've had throughout my my career so far to to get where i am today um totally and i just you know it's i don't know it's it's hard to explain there's no words to explain the feeling (laughs) like to 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 Mm. know like how how it feels to to get there and then to be in it um you know yeah. like it feels normal sometimes and then sometimes i stop and i'm like what the what the heck what, <laughs> what is my me? life like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously like what is this right now like yeah i'm 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 living my dream and um it's it's so great and i just i'm so happy and i'm so fortunate to even be where i am to have this opportunity, totally.
2: that's awesome. What is it like to be on like Broadway like right now? Because I know like what was it like yesterday and today's shows were canceled because of the COVID like outbreak. Like, what is all of that like, and what are like protocol? Like, what is the day in the life? Do you have to get tested every day? Like, how does that all work?
3: Um, so testing uh has kind of shifted a little bit. It used to be three days a week. Now it's every day. Um, we okay. get tested just to be extra safe. Um we did cancel shows for six days. Um, uh, but we're, we're going back tomorrow, uh, Monday, uh, which is great. Very excited to be back uh, in the music box. Um, but, but yeah, it's, we get tested every single day. Um, we get antigen tests. Um, and it's, Hmm. you know, it's, it's just the reality of the world that we live in, you know? Yeah. We, We need these things. Um, totally we definitely need these tests so well
2: like do you wear masks backstage like is that like a thing yeah yes that is okay
3: so with the masks um you wear them backs you wear them if you're not on stage basically if you're not performing and you're not on stage then you should be masked
2: got it very interesting and are they letting because like i know i have a couple friends that are like swinging for book book of mormon and they actually like have them go to Open Jar Studios like during the shows, which is like across the street. Like, are you in the theater or are you like somewhere in the vicinity? Like, you close? Um,
3: sometimes we have rehearsals at Sunlight Studios. Um, okay, we were rehearsing there before we opened. Um, and sometimes we rehearse um, over there during like a show, but but for the most part, we're like in the music box. Um,
2: gotcha. I love the music box, the music box is great, right? Yeah, I love that it's sick yeah. it's so cool it's perfect like it's like tiny but it's like the perfect size and like the dressing rooms are sick yes. uh, is uh is um tim still the doorman
3: tim i don't know I don't
2: know. <laughs> do not do you don't know the doorman oh my god is he like an older white like white haired guy yes he, he probably wears like a hat yeah yes
3: yeah
2: yes oh my god so. he's the best he's hilarious um he he was over there when I was doing Pippin and I knew he was doing um Dear Evan Hansen like went before COVID so I didn't know if he was still there or not mm-hmm. but yeah those guys are the best over there they're they're so great yeah. and the house managers like everyone they're I love the music box. A great group.
1: um
2: yeah right it's great yeah. um so talk to me about the reopening night is that even what you would call it like the real yeah, yeah is that what Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, talk to me about that because I know that that had to have been such a cool moment. That was like your first Broadway bow. Uh, You know, like you got to, they they brought in the um, Northwell Health Nurse Choir. Is that right? maybe <laughs> okay because didn't they they were the ones that like came out and saying yeah. like it was a bunch of frontline workers it was really really cool and people may notice them i think they were in uh on america's got talent or something like that i read um but like that had to have been such a magical night i seeing like videos and stuff it was so cool talk to me about
3: that yeah that was a very um how would i out of out of body experience it was a very yeah out of body experience um because I've been on the stage before for, like, rehearsals and stuff, but kind of walking right. out on the stage to take a bow and seeing, like, it's different when you see the audience. Yeah. Um, so seeing the audience was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm going to be performing here. Um, yeah. And also just, like, um, the energy. Like, the feeling mm-hmm. of, of being there and experiencing that. Like, that's an experience that I'm never going to be able to have again. And Right. It's it just meant so much that I got to got to have that experience in the in the first place. Um, Yeah, it was just like magical. It's very magical. That's how that's how I would put it. Um, And and very just outstanding. Like it was it was it felt so great. So, so, so great
2: are you a big jordan fisher like fan before this because i know you like bowed with him basically like right next to him or diagonal to him or whatever that was so cool yeah,
3: i i wouldn't say i'm like a like a jordan fisher super fan um uh-huh. but meeting him was definitely like crazy uh um, yeah that was yeah it's just insane like, like the yeah right? the entire thing is insane <laughs> like all, all of totally <laughs> yeah
2: it's so cool. And what a, what a great cast. What a great show to be making your Broadway debut in. Like I said, I'm just so, so happy for Thanks you. I'm so much. excited. Yeah, of course. Um, it's interesting because I, I said that that was your first Broadway bout, but you were also a Jimmy Award finalist. And for a lot of people, you know, that's their first time being on a Broadway stage. But you had a um, kind of Non traditional, I guess you could say, uh, experience with the Jimmy Awards where you did it, it while while it was virtual because we have this thing called the pandemic, the Coco Roro. um and um talk to me about that experience. I mean, not, well, should we talk about the Roger Reese Awards first or should we talk about the Jimmy's? What would you like to
3: talk about? I first? think they kind of go hand in hand. Hand in hand. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, so I guess I I'll start with the Roger Reese though, um because you know like the way that it works is teachers submit. Um, uh, but I think what was interesting about this year, or yes, still this year, I guess (laughs) what's what's interesting about the 2021 Roger Reese awards, um, and most of the regional awards was that you didn't have to, because there were so many schools, not doing shows, you didn't have Mm. to do a show to submit. Um, so you could actually Mm. pick us any song that you want and submit a video of you singing it. Um, and then you got, you got picked based off of that. If you, if your school wasn't doing a show,
2: gotcha. um,
3: if your school was doing a show, it's the same process. You submit the show and then you submit the kids in the show, you know, their names and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, uh, last year, sorry, it's so confusing now. Pandemic messes me up with years. <laughs> um, that's okay. Uh, last year, my school had done songs for a new world. Um, and I played man one and that's what, uh, my teacher, uh, CP submitted us for. Um, and it was just like, it was super quick, the Roger Reese Awards. It was like, okay, like, um, you submitted, you heard back, right? Um, and then you sent in, if you were a finalist, you sent in a tape and then, yeah, what was so cool and is like something that I still can't believe happened is they didn't tell, um, Catriona and I, Catriona was the winner for the best actress, uh, the Roger Reese Awards. Te- they didn't tell us that we won. Um What So So what hap what what happened was um they like they'd emailed like our, our parents and told them that we won. Right. They they like let the parents know. Uh... They let they let they let like people know, but they were like, we want to surprise them. So they they told they told our parents to tell us that we were going in for like a press event for the Roger Reese Awards. Right. We were doing like press and we were like they were taking some of the finalists and, and doing press like in different areas of, of New York. So oh. we had Times Square. We were like, uh, she, uh, they were like, oh, you're so lucky to, to have Times Square. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: and and the uh, entire day, like we were taking photos around like around um, Manhattan and just um, like in front of theaters and stuff. I think we actually took a photo in front of um, a Dear Evan Hansen poster. Which is very funny oh my god! Now that I think Full about circle. it, yeah. And and then they're like, okay, now you're gonna do an interview, so they mic'd us up, and we walked. Um, what what is it? It's the uh, uh one of the billboards in Times Square. I think it's the it's the AB. Uh, what is it? NBC or is it the GMA? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good Morning America. That's what it is. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's the GMA one, and we were right in front of there, and uh we were about like, we already get interviewed and then they were like, look up there. And we were like, what do you mean? Okay. And we looked up and it shows um, the winner for best actress, Catriona, and then winner for um, best actor, Mateo. And we were like, what? Right. <laughs> oh my God. On, and our That's our, insane. our faces like on, on the GMA board in times square. Oh my God. It was so crazy. I like, I, I was shaking. Like, it, like right <laughs> like gave us the award and my hand was like shaking like i couldn't like <laughs> I, I was like oh my god and my entire family was there and oh. um yeah my manager was there and like friends family it just it was so cool and it was like oh my god like that was oh. crazy and then and then um i went straight into jimmy awards like straight into there really like, yeah i had to film most of my stuff pretty quickly um because you submit uh like some songs and stuff uh Mm -hmm. for jimmy awards a dancing video like like things like that so that way they get to know you before you come in and -hmm. know like your style um what what you can do like dance wise um and just just a bunch of information about you um and that Mm -hmm. was that was super quick i did that within a few days um and then we waited for a little bit and then jimmy awards started and that was very interesting um this is where I can kind of merge Jimmy awards and Roger Reese because both of them um, were like just filming things essentially. Okay. Um, So for Roger Reese, we had to film our pieces and send them in. Um, We had to film our pieces and send them into the Jimmy awards um, at first. Um, And then once we got in, it was like a a week of like zoom meetings and like learning music over zoom. And then they would be like, okay, now you're going to go and record. Um, And they, Honestly, like props to the Jimmy Awards for adjusting so well to it. Um, they like already had like so many things just ready to go. Um, we use so many different so many different programs and um something that was really great um is they, you know, took in mind that maybe some kids don't have like backdrops and stuff to record with or like Mm. correct lighting. So they sent every one of the Jimmy Awards nominees boxes of like lights stands backdrops like (laughs) everything yeah they sent us a microphone um they sent us some jimmy awards merch uh and of course like our our book with music and stuff and it was that was like wow (laughs) um that's awesome Yeah, so they gave us everything we needed um it was very different it was a very like it was you could tell they were getting adjusted we were getting adjusted too but Mm. it was it was still such a great experience and I think the the best part about it uh, for me was, like, seeing, like, having, like, all these people who love to do the same thing um, and are so talented. Like, everyone is so good. Every one of the nominees are just Seriously. outstanding. And it's that's just, like, so exciting to, like, to watch. Mm-hmm. I-, I love watching people perform and just, like, to watch all these, like, brilliant actors and singers just like bring pieces to life was just like amazing it was it was amazing it was so great truly so.
2: yeah i bet that was like such a surreal experience
1: i'm victoria cash thanks for calling the lucky land hotline if you feel like you do the same thing every day press one if you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes press two
2: So okay, I have two follow up questions. I'll start with the Rodgers. So, like when you were doing songs for, for a new world, like did you like know that there would be like an opportunity that like you would be like nominated?
3: So, um, my school, I go to, I go to Frank Sinatra. They don't usually, right? We don't usually submit. Um, ah, interesting. but I, uh, we filmed songs for a new world, so it's like you can watch it on frank sinatra's website um they we filmed it uh we recorded like our vocals on a microphone then we recorded ourselves in the actual school and we went to like different locations like roosevelt island to record and stuff it was really cool and and it came together really well and and i was like this is going to be something that's like i was like this is going to be something that we want people to see so i was like i asked my teacher i was like do you think we could maybe submit this for the roger reese awards
2: Mm. submit a
3: few of like a few of us um and he was, he was like, okay. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Oh, so he was like, I'm going to do it. So that's awesome. So I, yeah, I, I had asked him. Um, to you manifested
2: that, man. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so freaking cool. Um, And then I have a, the second follow-up question I had was, so I, obviously like I watched the Jimmy Awards and like this year I was like so confused. I was like, how are they doing this? Because I know like, that it was videoed so like did you know beforehand that you were gonna be like a finalist were you being updated live and sending
3: like videos in as soon as you like
2: heard like or
3: what was the process like in terms of like filming things and sending mm-hmm. them in we used an app called cinebody um okay. and on it there would be specific descriptions There would be like a specific folder for you it has your name on it you click on the folder and then it tells you what shots you need to film. And then you film those Uh shots and you submit it on the app. Um, Gotcha. So, and then what would happen is we would like, be like, okay, we submitted this, let us know if it's good. And once they let us know if it was good, we moved on to the next shot. Um, so it was a, it was a very like, it was, it was a, it was a lot of, a lot of, um, work, uh, filming. Yeah. Um, A lot of the, a lot of our time came from not, not a lot of, but a decent amount of our time came, uh, what was made up of filming things. Um, they would usually have us like they would usually explain the shots to us and what they want us to do and they would write everything down and then they would send us out for like two Mm. three hours or for the rest of the day to record wow
2: Um, yeah i mean those group numbers like they actually looked professional you know like that was insane the way that they were able to piece all of those videos together
3: yeah they they had a I, I don't know how like there's there's just so much inner working with them yeah I it was I can't even comprehend how they got all of this together <laughs> yeah um it yeah it worked you know
2: like a lot of people were like well how is this gonna work like how is it it's gonna be on YouTube like usually like it's in a theater like how does this happen and then all of a sudden I was like this is a really good live stream like this is like they you could tell like it was like legit stuff you could tell everyone was using like professional equipment so it makes sense that they sent that um it was just it was really it was really fun to watch i don't know yeah
3: it was it was fun to see it all come together and and to to do it all um and to and to kind of i i also learned a lot from it too like in terms of like Mm -hmm. framing videos and stuff and um and I had done self tapes before, but I felt like I learned so much more from being there, um, totally. about lighting and and stuff. Uh, so it was the, yeah, I, like I, I I got a lot out of it that I expected. Um, and I wouldn't have gotten all of that like tech equipment and like all that advice if it wasn't for it being online
2: right it's amazing like you never think of like the little details that like actually matter you know until like someone points it out to you and you're like oh my god yeah like that's you're totally right like it totally makes sense um which actually like it kind of at wonder it makes another question pop up I guess were your Dear Evan Hansen auditions were any of them in person with like the pandemic
3: so I had been auditioning for Dear Evan Hansen um I auditioned like two years prior oh God! yeah so i i had gone in uh like two times i had gone in two times um and one time i couldn't uh go any further uh because i was doing something and then the other time um, i was just too young Mm. um so but this this time around i had sent in a a self-tape um uh and then when they called me back it was on zoom Oh, cool. Yeah, so my, my callback was on Zoom. Um, and it was actually, funny enough, it was actually the day right before the Jimmy Awards. No way. Yeah, my callback was the day before oh my the Jimmy God. Awards, which was really cool. What a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You poor thing. That's amazing. But hey, both were, I think we can both agree 100% worth it.
3: Oh, you know? Oh Yeah totally yeah it was totally worth like the stress <laughs> it's,
2: yeah. and it's like
3: the stress and anxiety but it's like fun stress and anxiety you know like yes you know like i i really do genuinely enjoy um at, like performing i i really do yeah. genuinely enjoy it and and as much as sometimes um i get stressed about it it's like it's it's stress that i want to have you know
2: yeah it just means you care yeah. you know and, and like if you if it wasn't stressful it's like what am I doing? Exactly. Like, you know, it's it's got to have that like feeling of, oh my God, this is like the coolest thing. Right. I hope I like do well. Um, it's totally okay. Um, and that's what's great about having that support system that you were talking about earlier. Um, just if with family, if with friends, whoever it is. I mean, I feel like behind every like artist and entertainer, there's a really like special like support group. And if you don't have that, then like, it's hard to do what you love and it's hard to do all of the incredible things, especially like in an industry like this, where it's so like, Oh, what if this, what if this, I'm not always employed, like what's going on, you know, like you have to have that support system. So um, yeah, it's totally, it's totally true. Um, Before I let you go, I have to talk about Trevor, um, which I know you, you had, you were doing it pre COVID um, along with like so many, uh, incredible like people i i i loved that cast that they they had with luke manikis and hudson Lavero and all these incredible people i was like oh my god i can't wait to see this and then of course covid hit and did you have plans to be in it again and then Jeremy hansen came about or well, like what
3: how did that kind of go down ba- basically what had happened was um we you know they they let the kids go um Okay. They Let um all of us go. But you know, a lot of us um were able to to, to re audition. Um okay. but but I, I booked Dear Van Hansen, so I I didn't go back in. Um yeah. <laughs> to, to, to audition. Um but God, that show is just so amazing. Like Yeah, right? I, and you were able to see it. Yeah, right? yeah, I saw it. I, I was able to see it. Yeah. I saw it um two times, uh once buy like my own money <laughs> um and right. then and then the second time uh the roger reese awards actually gave my school tickets because we had submitted oh, um awesome. so my me and um the musical theater class uh, at my school uh went to go went to go see uh trevor again for the second time and both times were just like oh my god it's so good and holden is so good yeah holden oh my god great. he's great He's great. What, He's hilarious. What a star. Like, honestly. Yeah. So good.
2: Totally. And now let me ask you, like, from your version, um, did you like notice changes that they had like made or no? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Um I wouldn't they're not like they weren't huge changes. Um right. but they like the everything stayed for the most part the same. I saw more changes because I saw the first preview. Uh, gotcha you know i still have friends in it and i wanted to like support them on on their first preview totally um, and then the second time i had seen it uh it was like i think like a show or two before they they had opening night uh, or like a few days before they had opening night and it had changed a little bit then too like they changed some of the um the way that uh, act one had ended um mm. it changed uh like a few a few like reveals they just kind of pushed into act two a little bit more um right but for the most part it it stayed exactly the same and the heart is still there and it's still such a yeah a beautiful show it was i mean being a part of that cast when i had the chance to i i, I truly am just so grateful that that yeah. that i was able to to be a part of the show in some way um totally yeah it, it was it was like I mean it it it's hard because you you always think like well what would have happened if I like did Trevor you know like what mm-hmm. what what would that have been like but it's also like I'm 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 where I meant to be and and this show lives and breathes and it's going to live and breathe um by itself like it's it's yeah. such it's just that good of a show and the um the the cast that came back um after um after the shutdown just phenomenal like amazing mm-hmm. so good um and it's it, it's it's truthfully just such such an amazing amazing piece um
2: yeah i love the story there's literally like there's very few shows that i consider like story-wise like uh above you know like i i don't put many shows above that one it's very special uh but i totally was like every time that i saw it, i saw it two or three times as well and um it, like obviously like notice the changes and everything but i was like everything changed but Everything stayed the same. <laughs> you yeah, know, like yeah. it's so hard to explain. So I totally get where you're coming from and saying like yes, but no, and yes, but yeah. yeah. So I totally get it. But uh it was it's so cool and I, I'm uh, so happy to be a part of that uh, you know, story and everything. Uh, but you know, everything that you've done, uh whether from it's Radio City, it's Christmas Spectacular, you're on Broadway, you were doing off Broadway. With Trevor, sister, Broadway workshop stuff, like all the things. You're on Nickelodeon with Doran friends. I was like, come on, I didn't even realize that. That's like so cool, and it's just like all of these things. You know, just keep killing it. You're you're telling so many incredible stories. You're making so many people happy, and I'm just so proud of you and and so happy with. And I can't wait to see like where what what's next and where this goes and what songs you're going to release and everything else. I'm just so excited. Thanks
3: so much, man. Thank you.
2: Yeah, of course. You're you're awesome and I I'm super proud and super happy that we were able to do this. I really think a lot of people will enjoy this episode. So thank you. No,
3: thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Oh, always. So everyone go listen to Turn Back Time and it's available on Apple Music, Spotify,
3: all the things, right? Yeah, yeah. It's available on on everything. It's even a TikTok sound, so.
2: Oh my God, it's even a TikTok sound. And um, for those of you who just want to stay up with uh, whether Mateo releases more songs or whatever it may be, drop your Instagram handle because I'm sure he'll be releasing it there.
3: Uh, My Instagram handle is Mateo.Lascano.
2: Awesome. Uh, and for spelling, you could just check the title of this episode. And uh, that's it. So thank you once again. And uh, I just so great to see you. So thank great you Great to see
3: you too, man. Thank you so much.
2: Take about Matteo Lizcano. I had such a blast uh, talking to Matteo. I thought all the things that he had to say about the Jimmy Awards in particular, um, I know we had uh, Andrew Barth Feldman on and Antonio Cipriano, and those have all been Jimmy Award finalists and winners. Um, and their experience about the Jimmy Awards was just completely different about uh, from Matteo's. So I really enjoyed talking to Matteo and hearing how they kind of adjusted and what happened. Had to happen and that they were able to, to support uh, everyone involved in getting them professional lighting and equipment and everything that they were able to keep for for the future and everything. I just thought that that was really cool and really special. Um, and just like talking about Jervon Hansen and, and the, the magic behind it all and talking about... Um, the reopening night and what it is like to be a swing in this show and uh, just how it's all working. I'm I'm really happy that they actually are, are able to be at the theater um, as swings and understudies because, you know, there are a couple shows that are... I, I mean, not... It's hard to say, but, like, you could look at it as, like, discriminating because you could be like, oh, we don't technically need you, so go somewhere else in the vicinity, but really it's just trying to keep everyone safe um, and just trying to limit the amount of people that they have in the theater. Um, just to just to ensure safety especially with all the this pandemic and everything like that um so i i don't know i don't know how to how to view that but i'm glad to see that Jervin Hansen is able to uh give their swings a space at the theater because i think that be, the swings being in the theater you really need to create those relationships and uh just feel a part of the show and i think that being at the theater even though you're not on is the best way to do that um, um, and and actually like not being on at the theater uh, while the show's going on is actually some of the best experiences ever because you get to make memories that uh you wouldn't necessarily make because you were you would be on stage doing what you do eight shows a week. So yeah, I just really thought it was a great uh conversation with Mateo and talking about all the things that he had to that he added to the podcast and kind of talked about with me. Um, I thought all of it was really fascinating and his song is just so, so good. I really recommend you all listening to that. Um, I promise you, at least just like listen to it because I've been having it on replay nonstop so if you give it a listen i'm sure you will as well um and just go support mateo you know just listen to his song listens to his story that he's trying to tell um i loved everything that he said about uh songwriting and if anybody's out there is looking for uh, uh i guess an outlet to to give their songs a platform um i think that what mateo had to add on that was just amazing as well so i really hope that you all enjoyed this episode i know i really did and uh hopefully i will see you all next week um we have a exciting best of episode coming for you all next week and that's just like the top like three to five episodes from this year that uh we all we just feel like we need to play again and we need you guys to listen to it, and we're just going to recap it all, um, and I think that uh, I think it's going to be a really fun episode and a really cool episode. So I hope to see you all next week. It's a great way to catch up on all the. Uh, episodes that you, you may not have seen or the episodes that you've been trying to get to but you keep forgetting. Um, I think that's a great way to, to look at it and it's going to be some of our biggest names and best episodes. So uh, stay tuned for that because I'm really looking forward to that episode. And uh, then we'll pick it up in the New Year's after that um, with, a, with a new kind of guest and a new uh, exciting year And it'll be, uh, we're going to be approaching our hundredth episode really soon. So we have all kinds of things planned for that. Um, I'm just really excited about it. And I think that 2022 is going to be a great year and, uh, hopefully, hopefully it, it, it is, you know, for, for all of us. So again, everyone have a safe and happy new year and I will see you all next year. I usually say next week, so it's weird to say, but I'll see you all next year. All right. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. For this episode's Curtain Call, I would like to recognize a few people who also deserve to take a bow. This podcast would not be possible without the help from Dory Berenstein, Brittany Bigelow, Katie Rosen, Alan Seals, and the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Next in line to take a bow is Tessie Tokash, who edits the audio and all the visuals for this podcast. A special thanks to patrons Brian Thompson, Pat McNamara, the listeners at PCC, as well as all of the other patrons for their continued support. If you're interested in becoming a patron